Hi everyone, this is Nate Casey, and this is Trilogy's podcast episode number four, and I'm here with Erica, as usual. Say hi, Erica. Hey everyone, hope everyone's well. Great, today we are going to be talking about putting together a team of good instructors, which today is different from the way it was three, four, or five months ago, because putting together instructors also implies that you need folks who can teach remote, which is not always an easy thing to find. So my first question for you, Erica, is um, where do you begin when you're trying to put together a team of instructors for your business, for your tutoring business or academic support business? So I think one of the things that we've had to do as a team is really figure out what our mission is and then from that point find instructors. So we look at retired teachers, we look at current teachers, students in undergraduate school or higher education that have expertise in the areas that we need instruction for our students, but then we also look at personality. So we're trying to figure out who these people are. So I guess this leads into the next question, which I'd love to get your insight on. And I kind of alluded to it in my quick intro, which is we need instructors that have some background in teaching and are comfortable in teaching in the online environment. So can you describe the very immediate future for what it looks like to hire or discover the ideal instructor when you interview? One of the things that I would say is EQ is way more important than IQ in this situation. We've had people that are experts in a content area who we just didn't think we felt confident having them work with children or students um, because the whole purpose of the kids being there is to feel better about learning. Really, we're looking for people who have a nice balance of content expertise as well as the personality and the communication skills so that they can communicate well with students as well as the students' parents in a lot of cases. And how are you judging technical competency as well as you're interviewing people, especially because you run a tutoring company that is fully online? So part of our interview process is actually walking the instructors through our technology and seeing how comfortable they are with it. And also while asking instructional questions related or questions related to instruction, um, seeing if they use the technology, how um, they incorporate it into their lessons that they're sharing with us. So we, we're really looking to see how they get in there and roll their sleeves up with the technology that we have. As far as fit, and I know this is tough one because, you know, every tutoring company has sort of their own culture, but do you have very specific red flags that you're looking for in the interview process where you think, yeah, wow, this is not going to be a good fit? And I know you mentioned uh, the EQ piece, but I'm curious if there are other things that you're, you're concerned about that are kind of red flags along the way when you're interviewing. Yeah, before even getting into the interview, if somebody is... Um, rescheduling their interview, not showing up on time. I look at those variables. Um, I'm also looking, if I'm sitting in an online classroom with them and they're making me feel uncomfortable, um, that's certainly a red flag. And then the, one of the biggest things I look at are their reasons for being there. Are they there to help students learn or are they there just to make a buck and um, quickly get out of there with their money? Um, if, this, if somebody's not passionate about teaching kids, then they are not really a good fit for our team. I think that we're entering into such a fascinating time right now where, you know, the market is 
really fertile for tutoring companies to scale. There's a lot of need for academic support to fill the gap that schools are kind of leaving, you know, not being fully awake, fully ready to jump in and start teaching remote. But that being said, there's always this balance that you've got to have in regards to hiring quickly versus balancing the quality of the education. So how do you how do you kind of find that balance of continuing to scale your tutoring company, but do it in a way that you can still control the culture and control the quality? Um, I think hiring on the front end helps us with that balance. I look for people who, like I said before, have great communication skills, and I match students not only with the students' needs and personality, but I think about the parents. Like, what does the parent need in terms of the service that we're providing? Do they need someone who's very hands-on? Do they need somebody who's flexible? So I look to align all of those characteristics as well because I think that's really important in uh, that long-term success. Now, my last question is really about hiring during the ebbs and flows of the school year. And I think this would be a typical question we would ask whenever this kind of subject around hiring for an academic support tutoring company comes up. But it's particularly interesting right now because there are a lot of questions around about um, very specifically what the school year is going to look like, when the next school year is even going to start. So when you think about sales cycles for a tutoring company and how hiring is affected by that, what, what are your thoughts? How do you navigate that? So one of the things that we've done is uh, we've really built out a instructor community so that our instructors are there for us regardless of whether they have students or not. They feel compelled to come back to us because we take care of our instructors as well as our students. So that's part of keeping them around. Um, ebbs and flows, you just kind of have to know when to start recruiting again, um, but also keeping in mind if I'm recruiting teachers that they're going to be busy during the day. Um, if I'm recruiting students, they may have classes during the day or in the evening. So really looking around those schedules as well when I'm hiring. Here are the critical takeaways from today. Number one, Know your mission and culture and hire based on that understanding. Number two, when hiring, look for high emotional quotient. You need to find a balance, a kind of balance between EQ and IQ that will really resonate with your students. Number three, walk prospective hires through your tech in the interview and make sure they feel comfortable with it. Number four, trust your gut and make sure your potential instructor hire is there for the right reasons. Number five, build an instructor community and take care of them like you would your students. Thanks for listening to podcast number four on building a team of great instructors. So until next time, I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Stay safe. Have a good week.